0: Hey there and welcome to Locked On Sooners on today's show. Could Alex Grinch potentially be on the move? We've got some rooting interest for you on a Saturday where Oklahoma is on the bye and it's championship November. No better way to get it started than here on Locked On Sooners. Today's episode is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving community since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community can come together. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. Make sure you grab yourself an apple pie or a sausage burrito this morning. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Hey there Sooners Nation and welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On Sooners podcast. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams and you can read my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at the SoonersWire at USA You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners and on Facebook Locked On Sooners also now available on YouTube. So check out Locked On Sooners over there. Make sure you subscribe, like the video. Let them know. Let me know what you feel about it in the comments. Love to see your questions as well. Yesterday on yesterday's show, we answered a bunch of Twitter questions. If you've got a question you'd like for me to answer here on the show, make sure you go ahead and throw it in the comments section. Would love to get your feedback on that. But like I talked about in the open, we're going to talk about Alex Grinch. Now there's a report out that Alex Grinch will be interviewing with the Texas Tech Red Raiders for their head coaching job. Matt Wells was fired a couple weeks ago, and they are starting to comb the waters for a new replacement, a new, a new head coach and Alex Grinch, who's one of those kind of a uh, hot young names in college football. I mean, he's been on the move in several places. You know, was Mike Leach's defensive coordinator up at Washington state, went to Ohio state now at Oklahoma. Now he's had three coordinating jobs. Potentially he might be ready for a, a head coaching job. Now a buddy of mine, Patrick Kahn, who was on the show last week to get us ready for Texas tech who's pretty uh, in touch with what's going on in Red Raider Country, says he may not be the the top priority for them. Um, they're probably still going to be looking more towards the Sunny Dikes uh, over at SMU, um, and and so or or even the guy down at UTSA. So Alex Crinch could be on the move if if those things don't work out. However, um, some you know it have it have to not work out well for Texas Tech for Alex Crinch. Now, does it make sense for Alex Crinch? Um, I think as a, as a defensive coordinator, you're kind of in a tough spot in modern football right now, because so much of the game is dependent upon the offensive side of the football, the quarterback position, uh, building your offensive line, getting those skill position players in, in, and on a campus Uh, that, that that doesn't mean that a defensive guy can't be successful. I mean, we're seeing it right now with Dave Aranda, Uh, Now, you can go back to Nick Saban, who's a a defensive guy, but I think he's kind of the aberration because he's been a head coach for two decades now uh, in major college football. Um, You know, Bob Stoops came up that way as well. But I think we're seeing that the kind of the fastest way to build a program is a little bit more you know, find your, find your quarterback, build your offense. I think the other thing that, you know, we can talk about Dave Miranda for a second. The other thing that's made him so successful is he's found a group of offensive coaches that have helped rebuild his offensive line and put in an offensive scheme that really complement his defense quite well. And they've been really, really successful. Now that defense was pretty good last year, but what's helped them make the jump this year was that the offense has picked it up and they've played really, really good football under Gary Bohannon and that offensive line, who's one of the best in the country. So you know, if you're Alex Grinch, I mean, if you're going go to go to Tech, you better make sure you have a really good plan for what you're going to do offensively because defense isn't going to win you games in te- at Tech. You're going to have to score because you're probably not going to be able to find enough talent on the defensive side of the football to overcome some of the offensive woes that Tech's been facing the last few years. Uh, if you look at just kind of historical trends, the one thing that is consistent year to year is offensive football, as far as efficiency, defense, it kind of wanes up and down. Unless you're like Alabama or Ohio State, something like that. You know, in, but even then, those teams often experience can experience some some roller coaster rides of efficiency. Uh, but offensive football, if you can find consistency at the quarterback position, which is hard, it's really hard to do. You know, unless you're Oklahoma. But, you know, if you can find some consistency, it doesn't have to be a Heisman Trophy winner every year, then you're going to have a chance to be pretty good every year. Now, that and that's what happened with Mike Leach, right? Mike Leach was able to find quarterbacks that fit his system quite well. You know, the the Graham Harrells, the Cliff Kingsburys, the Sunny Cumbies, you know, guys that could come in, run the run the spread, run that air raid offense, and, and run it efficiently. And they were able to find some success. Now, it was never national championship success, But if you're Texas Tech, like your first goal should just be bowl eligibility, second goal contending at the top of the conference, you know, being one of those top four or five teams at the comp in the conference, and, you know, maybe having an upset or two every year, and that's, the, I think, for Alex Grinch, you know, like, yes, if you're looking for a head coaching job, you just got to have to take a job. But I feel like there's a really um, difficult path to success at Texas Tech. And that's not to say he can't win there, because obviously Mike Leach did and, and was very successful before they ran him out of town. Um, but I think it's just a really difficult path to success. There's not much of a draw um, to, to Lubbock. It, I mean, Texas Tech is, you know, probably a great school but there's a lot of great schools out there. There's a lot of schools that you can go and get a a great education. And so what is he going to be able to do to recruit players? Now he's, he's proven capable of recruiting players to Norman and, you know, Norman, it's a great town. Love Norman myself, but for the outsider, you know, if you're going into Norman, is it something that's going to, does it separate itself from other, you know, college towns in the country? In some ways, yes. In other ways, maybe there's other towns that, that might stand out a little bit more. But uh, but Alex Crench has proven to be a capable recruiter. He's he's helped Oklahoma's uh, defense start to recruit some four- and five-star guys in you know the, the most recent recruiting class, but then also coming up in 2022 and 2023. And so there, there's definitely a chance for him to, to do something there. I think if you're him, though, a, a job like maybe TCU might be a little bit more um, – a little bit more interesting because it's in a major metropolitan area. Uh, there might be a little bit more patience. You know, they, they showed Gary Patterson like, quite a bit of patience. Of course, he built that program and maybe that's not even a job you'd want to take because it'd be really hard to kind of, to fill in those shoes. Uh, but, and, and even if you're Alex Grinch, do you want to take a job inside the big 12 knowing that it's, it's going to really be changing a lot in the next couple of years. Of course, if, if you do take a job in the Big Twelve, maybe you're not having to face Oklahoma next year. And, and that's a plus. Of course, with the changing landscape of the Big Twelve, you do have a little bit of a cha- a little bit better chance to contend um, with Oklahoma and Texas heading to the SEC. Now with Cincinnati coming in, Houston coming in, that changes the game a little bit and makes things a little bit more challenging for you. It, it just increases the depth, you know, at the top so it's it's really fascinating it's really interesting to see what will happen there if he's offered the job if he's offered the job i'm not sure he takes it to me if i'm him i'm, I'm kind of waiting it out you know like there there are times when you know your your name will get hot and with the way the defense has played this year it's kind of been up and down um you know maybe maybe you're 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 going to wait for your defense to get hotter where your name gets a little bit hotter. You, know, you think about like a Brent, Brent Venables. That's a guy who's had one of the best defenses in the country over the last decade. But then this year, Clemson has really fallen off. You know, had he taken a job and, you know, before Trevor Lawrence left and where Clemson was still hot, I mean, potentially he'd have his first head coaching job at a pretty solid school. And so now kind of the, the stock has dropped a little bit on Oklahoma's defense. And, you know, maybe he wants to wait another year or two to kind of rebuild the, the, the defense, rebuild kind of his legacy a little bit and just kind of see what happens. On the flip side of that, good chance that Nick Bonito's heading to the NFL draft, Jalen Redmond, Perrin Winfrey, Isaiah Thomas, uh, Pat Fields, uh, Deshaun White, you know, Brian Osomoa could be going. Uh, Deller and Turner yell. Uh, there's a ton of guys on that defense that he's going to be potentially losing Caleb Kelly. So would he want to stick around for another year? Now he's, he's been visibly frustrated this year with the way that Oklahoma has practiced. So it could be one of those situations where he's kind of looking towards something else, maybe um, just a little bit disappointed with just how, how the guys have, have gone about their business week to week. Of course, you know, things have turned around a little bit. They they had a really good game against Texas tech, and so who knows how he's feeling it's only only alex grinch knows how he how he's feeling or what he's looking for but it's interesting news to say the least that in the middle of the bye week of a 9-0 and season with oklahoma making a push for the college football playoff and their seventh straight big 12 title that alex grinch could potentially be on the move but coming up next we'll talk about your rooting interests for saturday or at least who i think you should root for on saturday with oklahoma on a bye um, as we get ready to make that final push into championship November. But first, I want to talk to you about our friends over at McDonald's. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving community since 1965. It's always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. McDonald's is a place where friends and families can come to reconnect. Win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, the home team or the away team can come to recharge. For me and my family, it's always a place we hit up on every road trip. For my daughter and I, after soccer practice on on Tuesdays, we will hit up McDonald's, get her a Happy Meal, get myself that quarter pounder with cheese. Always got to get the the large French fry, got to eat them hot, right? And when they get in the car, that's one of my favorite things to do is as soon as those things get in the car, I like to just start nippling on those on the way home. Uh, But man, love McDonald's, love the apple pie. The sausage burrito has always been a go-to for me. Anytime I've got a big meeting, an important interview, love McDonald's and you can get great coffee there sometimes too. Even just a regular drip coffee, it's so good. It just hits home every single time. Uh, McDonald's is such a great place to get just tasty, affordable food, but also to reconnect with your family and friends. For me, when I was a kid, I, my parents would be driving down the road and I'd just yell at the, the top of my lungs, stop. And my parents would be like, what? What? What's going on? And I'd just point to McDonald's and be like, French fries. And they'd be like, oh, of course, we got to get French fries for McDonald's. And uh, just, it's always just hit home when I was you know, younger. If I was doing road trips, get that 20-piece chicken nugget. Always great options over at McDonald's. So make sure you go to check out McDonald's. If you're looking for something quick, on-the-go, tasty, affordable, McDonald's is your place to be. So make sure you go there. Sing the jingle with me. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. And now let's talk about some Big 12 rooting interests. Oklahoma rooting interests, rather. So a lot of interesting games this week. Uh, things that we want to ha- see happen that will either bolster Oklahoma's chances in the college football playoff uh, push or will hurt somebody else's chances so that Oklahoma could potentially slide up. So first of all, we've got Cincinnati minus 22.5 versus Tulsa. Now, if I'm a betting man, I'm, I am a, I'm not taking Tulsa in those points. Cincinnati's offense has just been too good. Their defense has been really, really good as well. But this is one of those games that could have Cincy on upset alert. You know, oh, uh, Tulsa traveling to Ohio College Game Day is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be a pretty exciting environment. And we know Tulsa can be a tough team. They've, they've played some really tough games over the last few years. Haven't always come out on top, but there's somebody who's going to to give teams fits. I mean, we've seen it. You know, their games against Oklahoma State, things like that. Um, at the flip, on the flip side teams that have like dominant offenses like Cincinnati does, they're going to give everybody trouble. So I don't necessarily look for Tulsa to win this one, but Hey, you want a local rooting interest. You want to see somebody that can help Oklahoma climb the rankings. Let's go golden hurricanes. We've got to see that. Uh, Next one. This one is going to be kind of interesting to me. Uh, You know, Kansas state laying 23 and a half versus Kansas. Now there's two, there's two uh, arguments here. Do you want to see Kansas? potentially knock off Kansas State and bolster what looked like a terrible showing for Oklahoma uh, or do you want to see Kansas State just roll Kansas and be like oh, okay well we had a 6 point win over Kansas State they're a lot better than we think it, it's hard when it's a Big 12 team because our Big 12 matchup because you're like well we got wins over both of them we looked terrible against Kansas for a half but we and we looked really good against Kansas State although defensively we we struggled a little bit giving up you know we gave up 24 points uh you know, the 31 was after a kickoff return for a touchdown. So this one, you could flip a coin. Maybe you maybe you root for a really close game. You root for Kansas to give Kansas State a, a push, but then not, you know, but not beat Kansas State because you don't want them to, to weaken that win. Uh, next up, this one is pretty clear to me. You want to see Oklahoma State win this one, and you'd like to see them do it convincingly. Uh, with them and with Baylor and, and Iowa State coming up, uh, you know, you want those three teams to be as highly ranked as hot as possible uh, when you play them because you need them to have the, the interests of the nation and be seen as a top team. Now Oklahoma state number 11 are currently in the college football playoff rankings. You want them to, to climb into that top 10 so that when Oklahoma hopefully beats them, it just helps bolster their resu- bolster their resume quite a bit. Uh, the same goes for and so Oklahoma State minus the three and a half. I would take you know Oklahoma State minus the three and a half. West Virginia has been hot. They're playing at home. This is going to be a tough matchup. You know the the West Virginia defensive line is pretty good. It could help bottle up Jalen Warren a little bit in that Oklahoma State run game. If Spencer Sanders isn't as efficient as he needs to be, this could be a really tough game for Oklahoma State. Uh, but I think the Cowboys come out on top. I think it's going to be a game that. That they're able to make enough plays offensively, and the defense is, is going to smother Jarrett Dagey. And, and I think Oklahoma State, by you know, minus the three and a half to me, if I was going to bet on that game, that's the way I'd lean. Uh, and then we got the Longhorns traveling up to Ames to uh, stave off a fourth straight potential fourth straight loss. Uh, they're you know, Iowa State's laying six and a half against Texas. Man, that's that's a, that's going to be a tough one. Texas really needs a win right now. They really need something to build some optimism for the future because things are not going well right now in Austin. Uh, they got coaches, you know, arguing with players, and the that same player, Joshua Moore, could be now on the outs with the program. That it's just it it's a mess right right now, and it it's going to take time for Steve Sarkisian to kind of get his guys in and build that program up the way he wants it to will Texas have the patience for it if they go into Ames and they lose to an Iowa State team that just came off a loss to West Virginia? Iowa State's going to be probably hot and really motivated to lay one on the Longhorns. Uh, If if you're Oklahoma, you want to see Iowa State win this one and you want to see them do it convincingly because – you want to be able to go in there and then knock off Iowa state and be like, Oh yeah, that was a big win. If I, if Iowa state wins this one convincingly, they'll be back in the top 25 polls, probably be in the college football playoff rankings. And that'll set you up well uh, for when you play them up next. We got Baylor minus six and a half versus TCU. Now I saw that line. I'm like only six and a half, like they're only favored by six and a half. That really surprises me giving TC given TCU struggles, the, the coaching change, you know, maybe they are thinking the coaching change is going to light a fire under the Horn Frogs. I'm not necessarily seeing it. I, I still think Baylor is the better team. They're they're a more complete team on both sides of the football. And and uh, yeah, TCU just they they can they they can be so hot or cold. Now they got good players in Max Duggan, Zach Evans, Quentin Johnston, uh, even Kendra Miller is really good. Uh, but defensively, I think they don't they they just don't really hold up against Baylor. Baylor's going to be able to run the football on them. Um, and I don't think TCU is going to be able to put up enough points. Now They can. They've got the, the offensive you know firepower to do it. I just think the Baylor defense is going to bottle them up enough and, and slow them down enough to, to win this game and to probably cover as well. So, again, this is one of those where you want Baylor to win because you want them to look better in the rankings, and you want them to jump into that top ten of the college football playoff rankings. Uh, and then these next ones, it's going to be really, really hard to see uh, any one of these upsets happening and you know we got several we got a couple sec games and we've got a big 10 game that have playoff implications and first one is missouri traveling to uh to athens to face the georgia bulldogs georgia's favored by 39 points um that's such a large line that's so crazy and all these lines are courtesy of our friends over at uh, betonline.ag uh, where you can get we'll we'll talk about it in this in the in the break but you can get a, a 150% welcome bonus using uh, our promo code locked on but georgia minus 39 i mean georgia's going to win this game they're just they're really formidable like this is a legit team with a legit defense that can beat up on just about anybody my only questions with georgia are quarterback you know they're okay but they i feel like their quarterback is a situation where it's like He's good enough to win, but he's not good enough to carry us, if that makes sense. Like, if our defense is having an off day, could we put the hands in Stetson? I, I don't know about that. Uh, but Missouri's not going to win this game. Missouri's just been bad this year. And so, you, you hey, you hope hope for Missouri to maybe, like, have a great showing and just, like, pull out one of their best games of, of the year or of – the school's history and and knock off Georgia let's go for that go go Tigers no wrong that's the wrong Tigers we'll talk about those Tigers right now and that is LSU going to uh, Tuscaloosa almost to Chattanooga I was like no that's in Tennessee uh, to face Alabama Alabama is minus 28 and a half in this one Um, and I mean really LSU like LSU could jump up and surprise them I don't see it happening they've not been consistent on either side of the football now they had a it, just a couple weeks ago it was a really good showing against Ole Miss um I think it was Ole Miss and uh but yeah LSU's just been so inconsistent and they're just their team's just a mess Coach O just I don't know they're just like Austin there's so much drama happening right now in Baton Rouge it's, it's ridiculous and I don't think Alabama's going to suffer any kind of letdown uh, LSU is one of those teams that you just get up for because, at least just the 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 way the program's been in the past, just how good they've been. You're not gonna you're not gonna not show up for LSU, and so that I think that's Alabama now. Do they cover? That's a tough one because I, I always struggle with these point spreads that are this big because it doesn't take much to not cover these because it's such a large spread. Like even the Georgia minus 39, I'm like, yeah, Missouri's bad, but that's a lot of points to lay. And then in the Big Ten, our kind of our last game of the week that really provides some some very interesting rooting interests, and this is uh, Ohio State versus Nebraska. Ohio State's laying 15 points against the Cornhuskers. Hey, could Nebraska do us a favor? That'd be a really good one. If Nebraska were able to knock off the Buckeyes – it would both benefit Oklahoma by allowing Oklahoma to jump ahead of Ohio state and also provide Oklahoma with a quality win against a team that knocked off a quality opponent. And we're going to play that seven degrees of Kevin Bacon over the next month. So we're looking for every little thread that helps Oklahoma get into the college football playoff. And if the Cornhuskers can go into uh, Columbus and beat up, beat the Buckeyes, which they probably won't, uh, hey may we get the, the game of the, the game of the year from Adrian Martinez they you know they played Oklahoma pretty close could they do the same against uh Ohio State here's hoping right uh but coming up next let's talk about championship november we'll give you some uh Caleb Williams Heisman odds from bet online as well uh but speaking of bet online it's back and it's better than ever they got a new web interface for the start of base- basketball season and more props odds and lines than ever before BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile device and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just using our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. That's you put in hundred dollars, BetOnline will give you $50 to play with. You put in 200, they'll give you hundred dollars. Again, using our promo code Locked On, from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. We also got to talk to you about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried Built Bar by now, you're you're missing out. I've been talking to you about Built Bar for more than a year. It's part of my morning every single day i just had one before coming on the show it's fantastic it tastes great and it's great for you low calorie low carb low fat low sugar and high in protein as many as 17 or 18 grams of protein in every single bar and only four or five grams of sugar it's a great balance a great breakfast you will not miss out. If you're even just needing a snack in the middle of your work day, or if you're running errands and you need something quick and on the go, built bar is a great place to get your energy, your cal- calorie requirement, your nutritional requirements. And it gives you the energy you need to get through whatever it is you need. If you need it for a workout, go to builtbar.com or built.com. And they've got great flavors like mint brownie, peanut butter, brownie, double chocolate, cherry, barcia, salted caramel, so many different options. You can try a mixed box and figure out which built bar is your favorite, but go to built.com use our promo code locked 15. That's L O C K E D one five. And you'll get 15% off your order. If you haven't tried built bar, now's the time to do it. Go to built.com use our promo code locked 15. And now let's talk about some more odds. Caleb Williams is showing up on the Heisman odd lists. This is odd. no, he's played such a great football, man. It's, it's not surprising to see him showing up over at USA today sports uh, in the college football writer, Paul Meyerberg, every week, he comes out with his Heisman rankings and, or at least his quarterback rankings and amongst quarterbacks, he's now fifth in the country last the week before last, he was sixth. Uh, He jumped Desmond Ritter and uh, the quarterback over at Wake Forest in Heisman odds. And if he has the month of November, like we hope he will, and the Oklahoma Sooners are able to win out and go to the Big 12 Championship and win that, a lot of it's going to be because of Caleb Williams, and a lot of it's going to be because of the way he plays. He's going to have a, several opportunities to create Heisman moments, and it's exciting. There's a lot of excitement right now about Caleb Williams and about the Oklahoma Sooners, and if he's able to put up you know, four touchdowns a game, five touchdowns a game over the next month, and Oklahoma wins out, it's going to be really hard to keep him out of New York and from the Heisman finalist ceremony. Now he may not win because I think everybody's going to hold the fact that he only has, you know, right now, four starts by the end of the season. He'll probably have eight starts under his belt, or I guess three starts and played most of the Texas game. So, you know, three and a half games plus four more, seven and a half games or so under his belt. And they're going to use that to keep him out of the Heisman discussion, but that shouldn't matter. He's playing at such a high level that right now he's playing like the best player in the country. Kenneth Walker's playing great out of Michigan State, but I don't think there's anybody that's moved the needle as much as Caleb Williams. So plus 425, those are the third best Heisman odds over at Bet Online. Uh, Bryce Young from Alabama, he's plus 200. Kenneth Walker at Michigan State's plus 375. And then you got Caleb Williams at four, plus 425. CJ Stroud comes in at plus 600, Matt uh, Matt Corral at plus 650. You got Kenny Pickett at plus 1600. Uh, The interesting one here, if you're just looking for kind of a long shot, uh, a couple of them actually. So Desmond Ritter at plus 4,000, and then Sam Hartman also at plus 4,000. Like if you're looking for, you know, maybe a long shot to to throw some money on, man, Desmond Ritter and Sam Hartman look like really solid options right now. Like if you're, if you want to, you know, throw a, hey, here's his 10 bucks to make me 400 bucks. Um, maybe, you know, maybe Desmond Ridder is your guy, you know, so that plus 400, 4,000, it's like for every hundred dollars you bet, you'll get 4,000 back. Or for, if you're going to bet on Caleb Williams for every hundred you get, you bet you get plus, you get $425 back. So shout out to Caleb Williams for, for showing up on the Heisman odds lists and the rankings. Uh, but also let's talk about championship November. It's the time of the year where Oklahoma plays their best football. This is their brand, right? Every November, they've won 21 straight. Their last loss was in 2014 to Oklahoma State, which could be the, the thing that puts a nail in their in their season this year. I mean, this is going to be the, the time of the year where if Oklahoma is going to make the push for the college football playoff, it's going to happen this month. And, I mean, they've got to win all their games. The college football playoff committee basically made it clear that if you don't win your games, you're not going. So and I think that rings true for much of the Big 12. Uh, this is going to be a year where if there's a one-loss Big 12 champion, whether it's Baylor or Oklahoma State or Oklahoma, they're probably still going to be sitting at home unless there's a lot more chaos that happens that opens the door for the Big 12 to to have a a participant with one loss. But Oklahoma's got they got to go undefeated. They got to run the table. And it starts next Saturday against Baylor, which is going to be a tough game baylor is a tough opponent they showed it last year even when they didn't really have an offense that could compete with the sooners their defense did and this year they've got an offensive line that's playing really good football they got a running game that's just mowing people over and they've got an offensive line that is just plowing the way and so that's going to be a really really tough one but a lot of great football happening this weekend even with oklahoma on a bye uh, one game we failed to mention that it wasn't really, I don't really think factors in much to Oklahoma's push for the college football playoff, but that's Auburn and Texas A&M, you know, two teams that are ranked 13 and 14. That could be a lot of fun. One that I'm looking forward to that we talked about on the, what the big 12 round table was uh, uh, air force and Navy. That could be a lot of fun as well. It's always great when you get two of the uh, um, armed forces schools going up against one another. Um, I always think it's a lot of fun to, to see those, those, military schools playing each other. Um, sorry, it's Army and Air Force. My apologies. But a lot of great football this weekend, a lot of great football still to come, and and can't wait to talk to you more about it. But come on, it's championship November. Time to get hype, time to get ready for the Oklahoma Sooners making that run for the college football playoff. I think we're all excited about it. We're all excited for what this team can be. I think they're just scratching the surface. I mean, we got a true freshman quarterback that has played three and a half games, He's played great. The scary part is he can improve. He can still get better, and that, and I think that's just going to come with experience. He's already got all the tools. He's just got to refine a few things. He'll see more defenses. He'll get better. As he goes, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Sooners. Thank you so much for tuning in, making Locked On Sooners your first listen every single day. Go check out the Locked On Big 12 podcast for your second listen or the Locked On Dallas Cowboys or Locked On Cowboys podcast if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, or go listen to our guy Ryland Styles for Locked On Thunder. He does an amazing job over there as well. So a lot of great options for you here on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you've got a team, we've probably got a podcast covering it. So Until Monday, where we will recap what happened on the college football weekend. I'm John Williams. Make sure you check out my work over at the Sooners Wire at usatoday.com. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Sooners or on Facebook, Locked On Sooners Podcast. The show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. Make sure you go and subscribe to the show over there. But until Monday, I'm John Williams, Boomer Sooner.